Hola, and welcome to A Whiskey Nerd, a podcast about whiskey, bourbon, and many other things. This is Christian, the host, and keeping up with our season of flights, we have a special flight of one of my favorite distilleries, Lafroig. It also coincides with a vacation that we took in Chicago last year. As you know, me and Christina love traveling, and one of the favorite things that we like to do when we're traveling is visit different bars, especially whiskey bars. Uh, last year, we decided to take a small trip during July 4 to Chicago, and it was it was really fun, but we stopped in a place in Lincoln Park called The Lilas. It is a rock bar. It was opened in 1993 and has never never closed. It features um, sometimes DJs, but it's based on rock and roll, punk, uh, rock, metal, ska, reggae, and bunch of different bunch of different music genres. It is mostly rock, metal, and punk. Um, it has also very cool rockabilly um, vibe. It is, uh, they carry thousands of different beers, thousands of different spirits. It's super fun, it's decorated. It has that like, kind of like caught, horror vibe and when we were there they were playing uh, Return of the Living Dead on the TVs it was super fun the the bartenders were extremely friendly and um, it was a really really good time and they have a remarkable whiskey selection to the point that I decided to improvise a flight of Lafroig which is one of my favorite alley whiskeys If you listen to the show, um, you realize that I really like Isley whiskeys. Um, they're probably my favorite whiskeys right now. And I was very pleasantly surprised in the variety that they have at the Lila, especially a bunch of Lafroigs that I never tried before. For this improvised flight, I selected the 10, uh, Lafroig 10 cherry cask, the 15, the 18, uh, but this is, I mean, years old, 10 years old, 15, 18 years old, the triple wood, and the Lafroy Cardeas uh, 2022 edition, Pedro Jimenez. So it is. it was very, very interesting to see how they compare with the, with the different versions that they have. And I got to say, the whiskey collecting world has fallen in love with Lafroy. And it's, um, the only bad thing is it's pushing prices a little bit higher and more into the Arberg territory. But it is pretty cool to see that at least the younger versions are keeping the prices low, at least the Sherry Oak one. Uh, the Lafroy 10, it's um, tried and true. It is really cool. The eye is uh, it's a little bit of oxidized um, light yellow, kind of like, not so dramatic, but kind of like the color when blood dries. <laughs> uh, the nose is, uh, you feel a lot of Sherry, Copper, Cinnamon, a mouth, a lot of smoke, because clearly it's an alley. Uh, a naughty, naughty third note and a touch of herbal and inky iodine, which is one of the signature parts of the Lafrican that I enjoy the most. The medicinal, the feeling of drinking, um, the flavor of a hospital nearby the seaside. <laughs> I know that's an analogy is overused, but I think it feels, feels uh, appropriate. It has a deep, dark aroma that aligns very well with the metallic side. The palette, uh, it is sherry and copper. 
hundred percent. The other also share is right there. Uh, cinnamon is the secondary note. A little bit of graham uh, cookies, and it finishes with a little smoke, and um, and the iodine. Yeah, it's uh, it's balanced. It's delicious. It's aggressive. It's very very tasty, and the finish is long. It's very very long. Um, has a smoke and herbal spice there. Uh, finished with a note of sherry and saline solution. So very, very good whiskey. Uh, you gotta say it's uh, very balanced and it has a little oily feel. I really enjoy the Lafroy 10. The next one is uh, it's a different version, which is the Cardias one. It's uh, in 2022, um, um Cardias Warehouse, they release um, the special edition because they aged in X Maker Marks barrels. So that was set up on the warehouse one. That's what it specifies in the bottle. And they match different ones. They have a, a version of seven years ago, the 2015, and then the 2022 version. It has, um, they did a little bit different floor malting process, but you can tell the notes on the whiskey with the aging on the maker's marks. It has a like spirit or bourbon down there without being a blend that could be, that could probably ruin the mix, but no, not in this case, it's, it's pretty good. Uh, the eye is a lot lighter, it's uh, light gold. The nose, it's, uh, it's has a lot of oily smoke a malt, uh, the salmon solution, and that orchard fruit. So it has a little bit of the vanilla caramel notes, um, different than the tan, but still very, very pleasant. The palate is, uh, the oily smoke is the first one, the malt is there, uh, the salt, the, the um, orchard fruit there, and it finishes with a stronger honey, malt, vanilla, and caramel. Um, in this case, the nose and the palate are very, very similar. So that's always interesting. I mean, that's, it's pretty good. I, I like when it's, when it surprises you that it has a smell and tastes completely different, but when there's consistency, there's something very good to say about that. The finish is long. It's very smoky and malty. It has a mineral, a mineral filling there. That's the secondary note. And the final one is just pure honey. So it starts very smoky and ends up sweet, which makes it a dangerous whiskey because it will go down really, really quick. Um, overall, the balance, the body and feel is perfectly balanced, full body and really, really good whiskey. Oily, delicious. Then the, la the next one that I tried was a triple wood. This is interesting because the different barrels give very specific characteristics. I wish I would I would have tried this one first uh, because of the complexity. But you know, on vacation, you don't. You I was improvising a flight. I was not like getting there and I'm like come from my home and, and you know fasting during the day to try to get it. But um, to the best of my knowledge, I gotta say the Lafric, um the triple wood is basically a quarter cask that is finished in an Oloroso sherry barrel, which means. They take the traditional Lafroig whiskey and age it first in the bourbon barrels, the ex-bourbon barrels, which is what they call the wood one. And they take some of that bourbon barrel juice and pour it into a specially made quarter cask for a bit, which is, it can be just, um, it can be a different oak one that they didn't contain bourbon before. And that would be the wood too. And then finally, dump it everything on the sherry casket for finish the last bit of aging the aging the wood tree 
I mean, this one was originally set up to be an European travel exclusive, but it has become widely available because they sold a ton of them and ran out of it really quick. And it is very tasty. And for my own personal taste, I I like the quarter cask. Uh, I think it's really good and I really like the tent, but this one changed things up and you get that a lot of sherry power there. It is a very, very delicious pour. Uh, for the triple wood, the eye is, uh, the color is a light caramel. The nose is uh, caramel, it's butterscotch. And it has a punchy peat, um, a punchy peat aroma there. It's just, it starts sweet and then gets smoky. And um, finish again with a lot of sweet, which is more like, a, it reminds me of honey, baklava, and uh, a little bit of molasses. Um, it is a multi-dimensional whiskey there. Uh, obviously, there's the over... The lingering note of sherry, but um, yeah, this is a very complex whiskey, and, and I would like to try it again and do just an analysis of this one with the, the whole nine yards. The taste it was peat, caramel, a lot of dark fruit, which move a little bit weird on the palate, but not bad. It feels a little out of sync when it gives the notes of like darker fruits, like, like dark berries, and Oh, then has naughty a naughty feeling and wood and then the sherry sweetness that gets in there um so strawberry sweet berry like a dichotomy of flavors and then up with the with the seaweed iodine uh, peat that you expect from an island whiskey the per se the balance the bowling feel it is a different balance of flavor and aromas it should be contradictory but it's not it works really well and the finish is just peat, ash, and caramel. It's just pure smoke and pure sweet smoke. It works really well. The Lafrec 15, which is the, the second to last that I tried, it is, first is the Return of a Legend. It was originally created 30 years ago, and the barrels of whiskey were selected with a less intense uh, char and flavor. It has a fruit-heavy character that shows other qualities of Lafrec. It counterbalanced the like oh in your face nature of the Lafrec 10, which I love the, that characteristic, but it's interesting to see different ones. And uh, eventually was replaced by Lafrec 18, uh, but the 15 has been a favorite of the whiskey fans all, all around the world. And to celebrate the 200th anniversary, it, it's back, it's still back, but hard to get with a limited 72,000 bottle run. And then this one, the match bill is 100% malted barley, and the there's a two cask um, mix for the for the 15. It's ex bourbon and ex cherry, and the volume is 43%. Um, the eye is a, it's a very toffee. It looks just like toffee, so a little bit darker. The nose is complex, and deep down is it's a wonderful smell. Speed, vanilla, sweetness. It's a complex fruit, like hints of orchard and tropical fruit. Then the secondary note comes with a honey, and um, it is really crisp and rich. And it finishes with notes of citrus, like citrusy peel, iodine, and, and like salty brine. So it complements the bolder aromas. The palate is the same rich and complex uh, fruits mix that you get from the from the nose and becomes increasingly more noticeable with notes of smoky peat, like graham crackers and a very salty quality. So it makes, um, 
it makes for a very very interesting combination there and the the finish it's gonna sound very weird but it's like smoked meat uh grilled fruit and caramel it ends up on a sweetness with a medium fade the balance in the body it is really nicely balanced and it has a a well-rounded body with a with a very slick velvety velvety texture and finally the Lafrigate thing that was um i i gotta say I did not expect this the 18 shows a whole different softer sweeter side of Lafrigate, which is not what they're known for it almost feel like it it wouldn't be more of a talisker but it works amazing um i gotta say there's some buyers we were if this is not the Lafrigate that you use um, that you used to is not like a like a punch like an aggressive storm in a bottle but it's more like a, it's more like kind of like a beast that transforms into something like lighter and more more chill um, yeah it's uh, it's an export on barrel whiskey it's definitely different than the than the flagship uh, Lafrak 10 it's a way more refined character and on its own it's like light and uh, silky and the part on the finish um, they lose the raw elemental delivery of the of the lafric but it, it doesn't mean anything it's it's a very you can tell it's an expensive and stylish whiskey uh, the alcohol volume is 48 percent it's 18 year old whiskey the eye is is uh, it looks like golden pear juice the nose, it's a lot lighter than I expected. It has notes of peat, vanilla, uh, some orchard fruit, a little bit of smoked meat like jamón serrano, uh, brine, and citrus. It has some medicinal note of novocaine and light caramel, but um, this is a whiskey that I also want to try again with uh, on the different versions. Instead of just need to add a couple of drops of distilled water to just open the whiskey. And you can tell the it has a very woody tertiary note. The palate, it's a little bit more robust than than the than the nose, um, but still very subtle. Uh, the vanilla and the peat dominate the first note, and they just walk hand in hand. It comes with the next notes of caramel and novocaine and citrus, and it finishes with notes of cinnamon, um, brine and smoked meat and develops a really malty character which is something that I usually don't like on whiskeys but it works well here and um yeah it's uh it's very interesting how it evolves on the palate it's enjoyable and uh it's quite an experience and the finish is as long as warm the peat fades and uh you get notes with like crackers wood and char and ends up after you finish for let's say five six seconds after you just consume the whiskey um you get an overwhelming note of vanilla which is very very nice um the body and feel i gotta say this is a very balanced whiskey and it sits in harmony with everything it does has the silky feel very elegant from start to finish um not what i expected i, I thought it was gonna it, was gonna have a, lot, a bigger punch being Lafrag, but great, fantastic, fantastic whiskey. Well, 
This is the end of today's episode. At Whiskiner is available in English and Spanish. You can listen to all the podcast platforms, but if you can give us a five-star rating on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple, Apple Podcasts, it will be great. That really helps the show grow. Uh, but, you know, the best way to, to help the show grow is just share with your friends and let them know that you listen to the podcast. And if anybody wants to learn the uh, or listen to an occasional podcast about whiskey, uh, please recommend us, and that really, really helps us. Uh, you also have an Instagram handle. It is at Nerd, just one word, whiskey spelled the American way, W-H-I-S-K-E-Y. Um, and yeah, that's where I post a bunch of pictures from the episodes. Uh, and if you, are, if you have any comments, any questions, just want to share some um, some whiskey tips, they, you know, by all means, I love interacting with the fans. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for the preference. I hope a very hope you have a very, very happy day. Oh, and before I finish, again, a shout out to Delilah's in Chicago um, and Lincoln Park. If you're around the area, I truly recommend you go and stop by. It's a super, super fun place. And again, thank you for listening and salute.